Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are going to talk all about eating our feelings, that emotional eating, that stress eating, that overeating, that overdrinking, and how to stop. Before we get into it, just a reminder, you can head over to my website at heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, so heatherheinen.com, to get more information on how to work with me, lots of details over there. Also from there, you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, which is all free, and I would encourage you to do that as each month um, you get a quick and easy to read kind of bullet points type writing newsletter on all things well-being. I always include a journal prompt or prompts um, just as a way to sort of share a little bit uh, on how I work with my clients and give you just that real practical thought work thought work stuff in that newsletter, as well as usually I have a recipe in there, discount codes on products that I partner with, um, and I never would sell or share your email address to anyone. Uh, so head over there and sign up for that. Okay, on to our topic today. So for those of you listening, I can almost guarantee that you probably already have that awareness or insight that you might be using food for emotional reasons. And here's why I know that. (laughs) If you eat when you are not hungry or you eat past satiation, we are most likely emotional eating. And if you are here listening because you're working on losing weight or want to lose weight or really just get healthy in regards to food and your body, then it really is often this emotional eating that keeps us gaining weight or from losing weight. And often if we work on practicing simply just cleaning up the, well, not simply, but cleaning up the emotional eating part, that weight starts to fall off and makes staying in maintenance a breeze and for life So most of the time, we may think of emotional eating as using food to soothe emotions that we don't like to feel. So things like stress, worry, sadness, anger, defeat, discouragement, you know, so many more of what we typically coin those negative emotions. But it's also really good to remember that we may emotionally eat when we are happy as well. This is actually one of my own personal challenges. When when I'm feeling really good, when things are good, I'll find myself thinking things like, let's eat, you know, let's celebrate. Now, I, I'm not saying we should never emotionally eat. If there is a celebration, maybe, you know, it's your kiddo's birthday or it's a holiday or it's your birthday or you're gathered with family and friends and you're participating in what is a communal event, then you might make a decision 
and you want it to be a decision to engage in that communal eating, even if you're not hungry. You know, I really, my personal belief, but I believe food is not only just for physical energy, but once in a while should be pleasurable. You know, it, to me, it's really important to recognize this. Food is a gift of pleasure, and I believe we really should engage in this pleasure sometimes. And it can even bond us with others, which is also very healthy for us. So just keep that in mind as we continue to talk about this. This is not all black and white. And we need to recognize that if we eat for pleasure all the time, if we eat to soothe ourselves um, all the time without being mindful, the truth is we will gain weight. We can create health issues for us. And this is just the truth. You know that I like to be direct. (laughs) So we can hold both ideas at once, right? Food is pleasurable and can be used for pleasure at times. And using food for pleasure all the time or using it to lessen difficult feelings will cause health, weight issues, etc. So you know, why do we use food to manage our emotions, even if we know it will make us feel terrible later on? We do it for a few different reasons. So I want you to take a listen, see if you can maybe relate to this, um, see where you see yourself or see if you see yourself in this. If we have never learned the skill on how to feel our feelings, we have never been taught Um, We have never practiced how to process difficult emotions. By the way, I just, this is fascinating to me that we, we do not teach this in schools. This is such an important part of being human, of creating um, health and well-being for ourselves, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, But, you know, I think really, unless you are a therapist and you know so your life is inundated with these things or you have gone to therapy um it's probably highly unlikely that you may even understand or know that this is a skill that feeling our feelings is an actual skill that can be learned i would say that should be learned um and that can be practiced with different methods that can really, really help us come to that place of well-being. And for our purposes in this podcast, really helps us to not eat, to not overeat, to not overdrink in order to soothe our feelings. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit This podcast is also now monetized, so if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode, and then you will see it says support this podcast, and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link, and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. 
Again, just very thankful for all of you. Emotions or feelings really are actual energy within our bodies. And and this is why we have sensations in our bodies when we feel emotions, when we feel feelings. Now, just a little side note, emotions and feelings, you know, in my world, um, mental health therapy, they are a little different. There's a little nuance there, but for our purposes, when I say emotions or feelings, I just mean the same thing, okay? The the feelings that we are experiencing, um, the emotions that we are experiencing. You know, if you think of the word emotion, right, that, that really, that word motion is in there. And so that really does lend itself to this idea that, you know, we have motion within our body. We have these sensations within our bodies when we feel a feeling and this is that energy, right? So understanding this concept that emotions, feelings are actual energy can help you understand why processing them or really moving through them or really allowing yourself to feel them, that all means processing them, is so important for health. If if we are constantly using food or um, alcohol or shopping or drugging or porn or whatever the thing is that we are using to stop the feeling or emotion going on, then we never move through or process that emotion. And that energy then builds up in our bodies and will come up more and more and more intensely and more and more and more often. And I actually have an episode and how to actually, well, one method, there's many methods of processing processing an emotion, but I have an episode on how to do it if you're going to do it on your own, you know, how to actually process an emotion. That's episode number two, which tells you, I mean, I think we're on to like almost episode 80 at this point. So that's episode two. So that maybe kind of tells you how important this is. That was the second episode (laughs) that I recorded. So you can go back and take a listen to that. But bottom line, there are ways to actually do this, how to move through an emotion, how to process emotion. Also, great, wonderful classic book, if you need more convincing about this, would be a book called The Body Keeps the Score. If you go to my website under the tab, um, I think it's called Favorite Things, pretty sure. I have a bunch of books and just things listed there that are some of my favorite things. And that book is listed there. So you can just go there, click on it, and it'll take you right to it. Um, But the body keeps the score. This is a real scientific proof, research, science, etc. This is not like some... um, you know, sometimes people hear the word energy and they're like, oh, that woo-woo stuff out there. No, that this is real stuff that we understand is happening in the body when we experience emotions and feelings. You know, this sort of thing is really recognized in the highest of health communities, doctors, mental health therapists. We know that emotions affect us physically um, and actually both ways, our physicality, what's going on in our body can create emotions. Okay. But Bottom line, we know emotions affect us physically. Now, if you get really good and skilled at feeling your feelings, does this mean you eventually never feel negative feelings again? Not at all. So this is kind of that spoiler alert. We will always experience difficult emotions that we just don't enjoy feeling. This is part of being human. And 
really paradoxically, you actually want to feel negative emotions. So if you get really good at this, you can even get into spaces where you can actually really be grateful and thankful for your negative emotions. Um, but we, we really need to feel negative emotions. They, they really are, you can look at them as they're signals, they're alerts to us that something is off. So really we need them for survival. But, but when we learn the skill of how to really feel our feelings, to process these feelings, we can reduce the intensity and frequency of those difficult emotions, the intensity and frequency. So here's what happens when we do not understand how to process an emotion, when we have not practiced the skill, when we are not practicing the skill. So we have a thought about an event. So an event happens, we have a thought about it. That thought creates a difficult emotion. We don't want to feel the emotion and here's why we don't want to feel it. We don't want to feel it because it's pain. We, we actually know that emotional pain and physical pain overlap on many of the same circuits in our brain. So emotional pain is to our brain in a way, just as physical pain is to the brain. And so the brain is like, we need to do something to stop the pain right now. I need to protect my human, right? I need to protect her. So what can we do to make um, what can we make our human do <laughs> to stop this pain? Oh yeah, you know, throw up the uncontrollable urge to eat because that always works. That's worked in the past. When she eats, she feels better, you know. But here's the truth. It, it does work. Food, drink, shopping, whatever. It works in the moment. But as we all know, it does not last. And the worst part is we feel worse later, more difficult feelings shortly after the eating, the overeating, the overdrinking, the binge, usually that shame that comes on top of the already hard emotion. So if instead we have practiced the skill of processing emotion, of really allowing our feelings to be there and then feeling them, then when we have a thought about a situation that creates a difficult emotion, a hard feeling, we can then acknowledge the feeling, which means naming it. You can verbally just name it and then go through the process of moving through it. And when we do this process, when we process the emotion or feeling, when, when we move through it, when we hone this skill, then we don't have to fear any emotions. We're still going to have the emotions, the hard emotions that come up, the difficult emotions, but we no longer have to fear them. And the fear of feeling the hard emotion is actually what really trips us up. So, so think about this. Why do we not want to feel an emotion? Yes, it's because of the pain, like I talked about in the brain. It's also because what we are thinking usually non-consciously about the difficult emotion. We, we often actually, if you really get good at your thought work, what you will find is usually there is a thought that if I have to feel this feeling, this terrible feeling, I'm going to die because it is so painful. We get into this deep belief, this deep habit belief, habit thought pattern that we are going to die from experiencing this very difficult feeling. And this creates true fear, a fear of what will happen to us if we have to feel this really, really hard feeling. So reminding ourselves that feeling an emotion will not cause death. We can at least lessen the fear of feeling 
feelings, of really processing, allowing, and feeling the feelings. I want you to think about this. A feeling is just a feeling. It is just sensations moving through our body. And we really can empower ourselves to learn the skill to move through the emotion and find relief. We then don't need to go to food or whatever the thing is to find that relief. We are empowered then to feel the really hard feeling. We know we can process through it and find relief on the other side. We know we don't need to fear it anymore. And if you've been listening for a while, you know I talk about my own relationship with anxiety. This has been a lifelong struggle, probably until about the past 10-ish years where I started to really understand what was going on with me and how to start to have a healthy relationship with my anxiety. So for years, I really tried to push away my anxiety because when it would start up, it was so awful, so debilitating. Even within my body, I would start to panic. Those panic attacks really do feel like you are dying. So many people end up um, actually in the ER thinking they're having a heart attack. You know, you lose your breath. You can't breathe. It's so freaking scary. And it's really real. Like you really feel like you are physically dying. It's really happening in the body. And beyond that, when I didn't know how to manage my anxiety and incessant worry thoughts, the, the ruminating, the intrusive, horrible thoughts, I could go into really deep depression. And this actually happens a lot to people who deal with high anxiety. It takes so much energy to just to try to function through it. Eventually, the body and brain is kind of like, we have no more energy at all. And so it drops into depressive mode where you have no energy to function. And so the cycle sort of continues. So my vice was to use food to feel better. And then I would feel terrible and ashamed about what I was doing. So then I would starve myself and then I would drop into deeper depressive symptoms. So then I would binge and and the cycle would go on and on and on until I learned how to start feeling my feelings. I was then empowered with the understanding that I didn't need to fear any of those feelings anymore. I can allow them, even the really terrible ones. I can feel them. I can move through them. I'm empowered to know that I can find relief. And this takes away the need to use food to soothe them. Now, does this mean I don't ever use food to soothe difficult feelings? Uh, No, not at all. I still do sometimes. Um, Even with me knowing all these things and preaching and teaching all these things and experiencing all these things, the truth is I still do use food sometimes. You know, I have a very heavily ingrained habit pattern of using food and or restriction of food to manage really difficult feelings. But because I have practiced this skill for a while now, it means I use food to soothe hard feelings much less often And this is incredibly freeing. And I really want this for you too. And I I want you to know it is possible to learn how to move through difficult feelings without using a substance to mitigate them or manage them. So like when you are highly, highly stressed, you know, how um, when you learn to feel a feeling and process your stress, how then you will go to food less and less frequently. And we, when we stop using food frequently for this, we find our health improves, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. You know, I talk a lot about our thoughts in this podcast, the thought work and its importance, and it, it is important. 
uh, becoming aware of our thoughts and the feelings that they create in us is really important for our mental, emotional, and physical health. So we can use our thought work to influence the feelings we create for ourselves and therefore our behaviors. And we also want to hit things from the feeling side as well. And what I mean by that is we also need to be able to process that emotion. So some of us are really into our feeling world, right? It's easy for us to recognize our feelings first. Actually, that's most of us. We can recognize quickly and a little bit more easily that we feel off or we feel depressed or we feel angry or we feel scared or we feel excited or happy. So for many of us, it takes work and practice to really look at what thought was I thinking that created the feeling. And that's our thought work. It's learning what thoughts am I having that are creating these feelings, which are driving my behaviors. By the way, super important to practice this too, obviously our thought work, but just as as important is feeling the feelings. We, we can't always think our way. And we actually don't want you to try to always think our way out of a feeling. All feelings are valid. They are human experience. We we can feel all our feelings and really should for our health. Learning the skill to think more useful and helpful thoughts will help lessen the intensity and frequency of difficult feelings. And we still will have feelings we don't necessarily want to feel. So learning the skill to allow all our feelings and then processing or moving through them without fear really is a game changer. Empowering yourself through the practice of the skill of allowing and processing your feelings to bring yourself more relief really will take away so many of the episodes of emotional eating. I'd I'd really be remiss before we end to not mention that if you have experienced trauma and or you're experiencing depressive feelings, symptoms, thoughts, anxious feelings, symptoms, thoughts, thoughts of harming yourself, please do not try to process these super strong emotions on your own. You really want to reach out to your doctor, a mental health professional, or you can call the National Crisis Hotline. That number is one 800 273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Sometimes our feelings, emotions are so big and so extreme. We really do need help to process them and move through them with the help of a professional trained to do this with you. So get help if you, if you need it. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, a special thanks to those of you who have given the podcast your listener support. Um, I really appreciate it. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can go to the link under the podcast page and pledge your support there. Any amount is really helpful to help me keep this podcast going. I hope you found something useful. And if so, would you consider giving a nice review of the podcast from the platform you're listening from, um, or maybe even a five-star review if you feel it's deserved, or just simply sharing it on your social media or with a friend or a family member you think it might benefit can be so helpful. You know, I'm really trying to grow this podcast. Um, It's all in a grassroots way of getting the message of health and wholeness and well-being out there, a way to teach and share with others how to loosen the chains of food and body chatter and give people freedom from diet mentality and diet culture. Please pass it on. 
We will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.